The Die Loyal Podcast listeners, my name is Professor Dr. Victoria Veryichinov, here to bring you a new stolen, I mean borrowed, I mean created, technology to help you enjoy podcasts and your awful daily lives to the fullest. It is my pleasure to introduce you to Odorama. Thanks to the thieves, scientists, in the nightcaps at the theater laboratory, as you listen on handheld device, be it phone or woman's shoe, we encourage you to scratch and sniff whatever it is when you see a big blinking number on screen. In this way, you will be able to feel happy as if you could actually afford full suits of genuine polyester as your nose takes you on the journey. Let us try the sample scratching and sniffing now. Hmm. Ah, what is this smell? Is it perhaps a reference to an Australian electronic rock band that only host Matthew Cabrera would truly appreciate? Moving on, smell number two. Ah, mm, mm. Ah, this smell should be familiar to Mark Zebro Jr. It smells like the time his bus was hijacked by a twisted sister in pursuit of some putrid punks. Ah, and as you say, uh, one more for the road, shall we? Ah, mm, yes. Oh, good. I believe this is one of Jonathan Gwykowski's requests. A smell from his childhood. Ah, the memories. Model airplane glue and... Uh, Natural S. Uh, thank you, Professor Dr. Miss Veryichinov, for the marvelous introduction. All of these odorific scents and more can be huffed for the taking on tonight's episode of Nightcaps at the Theater. Get ready to chase those Baltimore housewife troubles away with John Waters' film, Polyester. Cuddles has a ball planned. Benjamin Smut is playing at our local adult movie house. And a foot stompers on the loose? God help us. Welcome to another episode of Nightcaps at the Theater. I'm one of your hosts, the most drinkingest gal in the world, Jonathan Kwiatkowski. Who am I sitting with? Oh, shit. I, got, I, got, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> You're never prepared, are you? Uh, all right. Uh, uh, my, my, my I always name... write these down, so I'm extra ready. My name is Matt. <laughs> Wait, I can try. Corona-free since 93, baby. <laughs> Cabrera. Well... <laughs> That's all, folks. I'm, I'm Mark Zebro Jr. I got nothing <laughs> well, for you. You got nothing for uh, us. I got nothing. And you're currently listening. I got, I got, I got a bunch of Pokemon cards <laughs> well, to sell. You, you got you something. Go. You got a shiny Zapdos, a shiny Blastoise, a shiny EX Pikachu. Blastoise. That's probably worth some, some coin. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. And you're currently listening to Nightcaps of the Theater during our madcap, no, not even, our, oh. our critically panduary, we wish. don't yuck my yum. So, so bad. bad it but hurt. it's March. It hurts, but it's March. <laughs> yes, we know it's March. We know. We have an idea. We don't know what's coming after this. We have to talk about that off air in a second. I but... have an idea. Like We can All still right. do the same thing we did. All right. Well, as long as you have an idea. Um, but it's my pick. And I get to pick the Don't Yuck My Young pick, because that's what I love. 
I'm gonna re-give us our hints. I doubt they'll know this movie, but here's a few hints. Do you smell that? It can't be. Is it Aunt Ida? Hmm. I'll also say 1981. And I will say that Edith Massey Aunt Ida is also in this movie. <laughs> That's only hints I got. Oh, and also I, I gave you this big hint. It has odorama technology, so we'll be smelling along with watching the film. Like legit smelling? Like we're sm- I've got a scratch and sniff card for you to smell as you watch. Okay. So. <laughs> and you won't know this movie, but using the common clues, maybe you can pick the director, perhaps, or an idea of it. I have, I have a few guesses. All right. Uh, I'll guess one. Mm-hmm. Um, pink Flamingos. No, but good guess. You're in the realm of possible guesses, and I know okay. Mark... It was going to guess a certain musical at first? No, I, that was actually my first guess. Uh, now, recollecting back to uh, to the guesses, but uh, this isn't uh, John Waters. It is John Waters. Oh, it is John Waters. Yeah. Okay. Where, what do you? Who do you think would cast Edith Massey in a that, movie? That, that's very true, but you never know. There, there are people out there that like go out of the way to cast people. <laughs> if Edith Massey was in more movies, we'd be having an Edith I mean, Massey podcast. People are still casting Nick Cage in movies, so. Yeah, this is true. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I don't. I I had a couple movies in mind, but now they they now fluttered away. Um, <laughs> not Spy I, Kids. I, I, no, not Spy Kids. Not Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Dream, 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 dream. Um, Divine's in this, correct? This yeah. is so. Um, I don't think you know the title, but you got the basic principle of it down. I. I no, I don't know. All right. I'll guess. Uh... Hairspray. Not Hairspray. Yeah. Okay, I didn't Very, think that's a, that that's a good movie. I like that. They're all good movies. What do you mean? You think Female <laughs> Trouble was a bad movie? Come on, get out of here. I like that's, Female Trouble more than Hairspray. giant shit stain. But the Christmas dawn. I just wanted to touch uh. out heels. Shut up, mom. <laughs> maybe if you did the whole movie just you, I would really love it. Uh, just yeah. it, it was just John. Well, maybe I'll John, do this whole movie yeah. for me. Yeah. John live. Yeah, I could do that. Performing uh, Female Trouble on stage. I could do that. He, he kills half the, the audience every show. <laughs> Who wants to die for art? You! <laughs> I've got uh, one more guess. Yeah? I did I share... Is... Hold on, hold on. I did share a while ago, and I know you both never pay any attention <laughs> to me, so this is on deaf ears. I did share that the Criterion was putting out this movie, and you mm. did comment that that's a really nice poster for this film. It's a lo- I know we talk about posters nonstop, and it was <sighs> probably in last summer... But maybe, maybe in the annals of your mind. Well, I'm. Is. There's only one more John Waters name that I know, and it's Multiple Maniacs. I have that, and that is also on Criterion, but I thought that was too risque to show for tonight. (laughs) I appreciate that. Because there is a masturbation scene, including a crucifix, that goes on for about. 15 minutes in that oh okay <laughs> but it's fun yeah I, I mean it has its charm and that's where the lobster oh, you know, yeah. rapes divine as well um, how else do you end a movie I thought it was a good ending it was poignant <laughs> it came out of nowhere it kept the audience on their toes but no tonight good guesses all around we are watching the classic polyester Oh. On the podcast. Yeah, I don't know anything about this movie. And that would, is why I am here. I have barely heard. I guess the only time I've heard of this is when you brought the, up that I, link. I know. That is a good cover. I yeah, will say that. It is. It has Divine and uh, Tab Hunter um, channeling. 
the movie on the cover. <laughs> yeah, Just good. look up the cover. It's a good cover by Criterion. Nice. Um, so some background. Polyester is a 1981 American comedy film directed, produced, and written by John Waters and starring Divine, Tab Hunter, Edith Massey, and Mink Stoll. The film was presented as satirical, a, a satirical look at suburban life in the early 1980s involving divorce, abortion, adultery, alcoholism, foot fetishism, and the religious right. Ah. Uh, Polyester was filmed in Waters' native Baltimore, as was many of his films, Maryland, and features a gimmick called Odorama, whereby viewers can smell what they see on screen using the included scratch and sniff cards in a stylistic tribute to the works of William Castle, who was previously mentioned on this podcast when we uh, did Clue uh, a while back, whose films typically featured attention-grabbing gimmicks. So, along with seeing the movie, you'll be smelling it as well. This is an odd one in the John Waters canon because um, featured from his typical... Um, usually he uses uh, typical Dreamlanders troupe. As we know, when we saw Female Trouble, he uses the same members. But only two major members are here, including Divine, Ethan Massey, and sometimes Mink Stoll, who's still around and still kicking it. Uh, while Mink Stoll, Vivian Pierce, uh, Mary Vivian Pierce, Cookie Mueller, Sandra Nisp... Marion Millen, Susan Lowe, and Gene Hill are in the film, but in very minor roles. So only a few get top billing. Mm-hmm. This is considered the first Waters film to be mainstream and only received an R rating, as opposed to the others getting an X or NC-17 rating. So this wow. is one to show Grandma. Right. <laughs> Bring her out. <laughs> Take her in the wheelchair. She'll smell the chocolate along with you. Um, I don't like the sound of that. Tab, <laughs> I can't wait to see your reaction to the smells you're going to smell. I don't... Uh, what? Oh, don't worry. Tab Hunter... Better take off that mask, Matt. <laughs> yeah, you have to. This is protecting me you, from more than li- coronavirus. You literally have to. This oh, is the, my God. one request. Tab Hunter, a.k.a. Todd Tomorrow, our male lead, was also known as a Hollywood heartthrob during the 1950s and 60s, and his career served as one of the inspirations for Rick Dalton in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Wow. Um, Hunter had a big career as an actor, singer, and more before doing a few spaghetti westerns. Very interesting life where he was closeted for most of it, and polyester would reignite his career in the 1980s. So this was his big Mm. break return to a John Waters joint. Nice. Uh, Polyester was a send-up of women's pictures, an exploitative uh, genre of film that was popular from the 1950s and 60s, and typically featured bored, unfulfilled, and otherwise troubled women, usually middle-aged suburban housewives, finding release or escape through the arrival of a handsome younger man. Women's pictures were typically uh, hackneyed B-movies, but Waters specifically styled polyester after the work of the director, Douglas Sirk making use of similar lighting and editing techniques, even using film equipment and movie-making techniques from Sirk's era. Odors play an important role in the film. To highlight this, Waters designed Odorama, a scratch-and-sniff gimmick inspired by the work of William Castle, famous for his gimmick pictures in the 1960 film Scent of Mystery, which featured a device called Smell-O-Vision. That's where you get it from, Matt. Ah. Uh, special cards, spots numbered 1 through 10, were distributed to audience members before the show in the manner of 3D glasses. These cards have been recreated for the Criterion release. When a number flashes on the screen, viewers were to scratch and sniff the appropriate spot on the card. Smells will be revealed as we watched. I'm not going to give away all my goodies, but there are some doozies involved. Uh, For the first DVD release of the film, the smell of something was changed to, as Water states, political correctness instead. So one of the smell had a different name, but it was dubbed political correctness instead. Mm -hmm. The gimmick was advertised with the tag, it'll blow your nose. Uh, that's kinda, um, okay. I, like that. I would give you the 10 smells but I'll save them for the viewing um, 
a video releases omits. Uh, but no, okay, but uh, produ- producers of Rugrats Go Wild Paramount used the Odorama name and logo in 2003, somewhat upsetting Waters when he learned that New Line Cinema still had the copyright for it. Oh. That was his thing, but Rugrats Go Wild, they took it. The 2011 film Spy Kids, all the time in the world, uses a scratch and sniff card now called Aroma Scope which is advertised as providing the fourth dimension in its 4D format, also inspired by this film. And the film was rescreened by Midnight Movies at the Edinburgh International Film Festival in June 2011. The Odorama cards were created by Midnight Movies, Little Joe Magazine, and the Aroma Company to allow viewers to interact with the film as originally intended. And that's where my notes end. But any initial thoughts before we go in? I know we've never heard of this before. This is a little-known John Waters joint, but any expectations? I have no expectations. <laughs> None I, at all. I don't, I'm I, any kind sense of that you think you're going to smell? Some shit stains. Any of that punan? <laughs> <laughs> chocolate? Maybe? Yeah, I can, I can only think of a different kind of chocolate. <laughs> well. But uh, I, I'm expecting a much more toned down John Waters film. You would think that, wouldn't you? I would oh say boy. I would say slightly toned down. I would say that R rating... It's right on the cusp. It's not as bad as the other ones, but to 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 garner to to get a an R rating in general, I think might say something about this movie. So yeah. I so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what to expect. Yeah, I'm excited. You can expect some female trouble. That's right. <laughs> and Anna Ida. And Ida. And with that, we'll see you after the jump, audience. I can't wait. And Ida, she's come home, but she's got a different name now. What did we watch? What happened? You guys seem traumatized. <laughs> Quick, we gotta, before we get you to your club, we gotta go shopping. <laughs> I need to go to the alcoholics meeting. We gotta of... go to Peck and Peck. <laughs> uh, we watched Polyester, a John Waters joints. Mm. And um, we were drinking something called a mudslide. It's a divine mudslide. So it's got <laughs> vodka, it's got Kahlua, it's got rum chata, and it's got Irish cream. It's very chocolatey, with, topped with chocolate. Um, originally, my uh, co-host thought that this movie would involve some scat play. Oh. Luckily for us, it did not. Thank I think it is scat the most Carruthers? Tame. Yeah, well, not him. He was in our Shining episode. If you have six hours to set aside, just listen to our Shining episode on a future day. Try, try to ignore me. No. <laughs> Same. The Dark Tower, Jeff. The, the only, the, the very few times I, I black out, and then it was that. Well, it's okay. Um, but I wanted to do something that was divine, and it was a divine mudslide. Very chocolatey. A little sweet for me, but I think good. these two liked yeah, it. I like very it a lot. I don't, I'm, I don't favor sweet drinks. Me and, neither. Uh, this this yeah. one uh, hit the spot. Yeah, I had to have oh, yeah. a very little bit before, but I, I liked it. Um, before we get into our initial views, I just want to give the critical response to this film, just so we can discuss. Uh, Polyester received some good reviews from the mainstream press. 
uh, said Janet Maslin of the New York Times, ordinarily Mr. Waters is not everyone's cup of tea, but Polyester, which opens at the National and other theaters, is not Mr. Waters' ordinary movie. It's a very funny one with a hip, stylized humor that extends beyond the usual limitations of his outlook. This time, the comic vision is so controlled and steady that Mr. Waters need not rely so heavily on the grotesque touches that make his other films such perennial favorites on the weekend midnight movie circuit. Here's one that just as well can be shown in the daytime. The film holds currently a 91% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes with 22 reviews. Wow, very so nice. That's my critique, but any initial thoughts to this film? Things that we thought. I liked it. I liked, I liked it quite it. a bit. Yeah? Uh, I liked it. I don't know, we got the hardest laugh I, in <laughs> Nightcap's history I, so far. I, I liked it uh, much more than uh, Female Trouble, oh. I must say. Yeah, I'll agree I, with I, that. I don't know. I like Female it, Trouble it, a lot. I yeah. liked it more because there was more cohesive plot to it. <laughs> there was actual and, plot. And and uh, and I think because it had a little bit more of like a style yeah. about it mm. or like um, uh, some kind of linearity mm-hmm. that the absurdity somehow like amp that up, especially once we get, go into it. Mm-hmm. That just made it seem like... You know, I remember off air we were just slightly mentioning like scary movie. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like kind of borrowed on that a mm-hmm. little bit, or, or except or, with the distressed women's trope, a woman's film. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I, 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 that 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 really just amps it up. It really like like gives it like a almost a hundred percent fresh for me. Wow, like, I don't know. That I feel honored it, during our bad movie month. <laughs> I don't know. Like within like the first twenty minutes of the movie, like like you like you me Matt were like. <laughs> Like cack- dying, cackling. Just, I was dying because oh, yeah. you were dying, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't think they would because, find this so funny." Because like, why? Like, why would this happen? Yeah. Right now? But like, I was thinking, like, "Oh, I wonder if if this. Oh, no, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening." Yep. So yeah, I I I really enjoyed it, and I just like how it ends too. It's <laughs> the end. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Matthew, I don't really have much more to add to that. I mean, I liked it quite a bit. Um, I just thought it was yeah, it was really funny. It wasn't. Maybe as uh, cynical as Female Trouble. Mm-hmm. I think this one was Obviously more not. optimistic. Well, <laughs> Divine's not in the electric chair at the end. Yeah, but it could have went there. It could have. Yeah, there was there was a little bit back and forth at the end. That's it's, true. It's definitely tripping on the whole like you know like oh I'm trying to get my life back together yeah. kind of like yeah. mentality where it's like oh like uh, oh like my 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 children are like so like. Um, out of control out of control but it's like oh now, now they're like reformed they're yeah. part of society now <laughs> and like they, they really like trying to like hammer that in or like they're making fun of that yeah. Yeah. and then especially where it's like oh like I have this new man in my life and blah 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 and mm-hmm. I, uh, I I like the uh, the comedic approach to that and like mm. like playing that off as a gag yes yeah I think it's about as feel good as John Waters gets yeah but um yeah, I, I think the movie was always on like Divine's side. Mm-hmm. Um, even when she was down, even when all the cards were stacked against her, it was it was always on her side. Yeah. She, uh, it was just really enjoyable to watch some of this absurd stuff play out. <laughs> it's 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 almost like a Tim and Eric sketch. It is. It, it, right? very, it very much is. Yeah. I would agree with that. Something yeah. you would a very long dated, an hour and a half <laughs> Tim and Eric sketch. Yeah, but it's it's good. It really pulls it off. Mm. Very happy we watched it. All right. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed. Let's get into our movie notes, our uh, our film synopsis. So the film opens on Dr. Arnold Quackenshaw, 
a prominent <laughs> ear, nose, and throat specialist, introducing the audience to Odorama, the gimmick for this film. Is he able to cure my coronavirus? I, I wouldn't question him. Uh, this was long before. Uh, uh, I, uh, unfortunately, um, no one can cure my coronavirus. <laughs> Mark says as he sips a Corona go, go, on this go. audio medium. Uh, corona extra, thank you. Not, oh. not, not any of that light shit. What's the extra? <laughs> not of that baby shit out there. Not a coronita. 12% peace. <laughs> More peace. <laughs> um, this apparently, this technology, according to Quackenshaw, not for real, cost millions of dollars. Quackenshaw. Uh, and he suggests to the audience that there will be beautiful aromas, but at the same time repulsive odors. And that the audience should be mature enough to accept that some things in life just stink. Yeah, yeah. I, I like his explanation it for stinks. it. Stinks. Yeah. It stinks. <laughs> yes. It stinks. And through a flashing number on screen, we were instructed to scratch and sniff. Um, I will say that eventually we got to them guessing the odors, not yeah. this first one. Yeah. And I would say, as an audience viewer, Matt's nose. I would bet on it if I could, because Matt he was kind of close to every scent here. No, I wouldn't say every, but yeah, some, I would say some most. Good. I would say at least ninety percent of the scents you were close to. <laughs> he could smell through that mask. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> and smell number one was a simple rose, mm-hmm. just a floral uh, scent. A rose by any other name yeah. would smell as sweet. Yeah. To lull yeah, the number viewers. Number one was nice, exactly. Yeah. Lull, lull the, the viewers. viewers into a false sense of security before oh, whamming them with some big scents. We, oh, we also uh, I noticed that he has some rabbits in the background oh, in the yeah. scene where it's like it's us. I'm getting some. Do, yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> be very careful. I'm pretty sure he created these clothes. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. Be Ooh. Yeah, double viewing. <laughs> so, so I mean, smell vision. Yeah. You know, it's good and all. It's not. It's not Dolby. It's odor rumbling. rama, not smell of vision. How you, how you Spy gonna... kids will sue our ass. <laughs> how are you going to smell Antonio Banderas? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so it's, you know, it's not Dolby. It's not seat rumbling. <laughs> there was no seat rumbling in it's the chair. It's not a HDR it, dual 4K projector. Hey, listen, the, the Stitch ride at Disneyland did it best. <laughs> yeah, that's just true. Odorama, you know, two thumbs up. I think Matt's a big fan of Odorama. Two, also, two, two noses up at yeah. one, Odorama. One last, one last thing before we proceed. Yeah. Why is this movie called Polyester? Because um, there's an offhand line from Sandra played by Ming Stoll that she's like, I can afford the finest suits of polyester now. It's meant to be like a high class okay. but trashy fabric at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like That's cheap like, yeah. but pretty material. It gotcha. fits pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, so the main titles occur over the suburbs of Baltimore. Uh, we get Tab Hunter, our main hero of the, the movie, singing the intro song, Polyester. Oh, wow, that's him. Yeah. And you'll oh. be surprised for a certain someone singing on the soundtrack a little bit later, especially Mark. I think Mark will be oh. utterly shocked. His world will be rocked by oh. this. Well, right. would, my yeah. world was already rocked oh, by something by else. Something music yeah, related. I got you both. And Holy I, shit. Hmm, I snagged you both. Yeah. So Tab Hunter sings Polyester as we tour the Fishpaw residence. This normal house in suburban Baltimore. Uh, Francine Fishpaw, the matriarch of the family, prepares for her day. Uh, we get protesters against smut right on the front lawn, and that's how we open. <laughs> Please play Benji! Please play Benji <laughs> at the smut house! G-rated movies! Uh. Oh, I love this. Uh, the porno king, Wilbur Fishpaw, shows up. And the mob is screaming that Elmer's adult movie theater downtown is corrupting the stability of suburbia and the youth. And his family is doomed to hell. Tell him that kids under 12 paid uh, $10. <laughs> Children under 12 are a dollar fifty. Come in. Please show Benji. Please show G-rated movies. I love the lines in this movie. I think more people should know these lines. They're very quotable. Oh, yeah. And it feels like the Brady Bunch, but like to the next level. Like that Brady Bunch parody of it for me. Um, I, before we even knew like what 
they were protesting like because the mm-hmm. the patriarch the the dad has a he Elmer. owns an adult cinema yeah i thought they were just like protesting outside of their house <laughs> for no reason you know like as if it were an organization yeah. but it's like a house it's yeah i was already like not even outside yeah. the business just yeah, the house. exactly i was already kind of like eased into the john waters uh, absurdity from that point yes uh so elmer wants to notify the press but francine is uh, abused and she doesn't want this. She says she can never go to church again. She's going to be a laughing stock for the neighborhood. And she basically is for the whole movie. They just hate her outright, just Francine. This whole neighborhood is just like, you fat little shit. What are <laughs> oh, you yeah. doing here? Uh, Francine has a big nose that is extra sensitive. That is her main character trait. <laughs> well, she's constantly smelling things. Which is never explained. Yeah, it's, well, there, it's never well, brought up. In the, If you look closely, <laughs> with a trained eye, she has a lot of air fresheners during this movie that she rips open and smells whenever she's having a stressful moment but they're like old-fashioned air fresheners that look like almost like a shoebox that you have to like rip and smell it's very weird but um it was a different time (laughs) sounds very japanese to me if you say that (laughs) okay um we also meet the fishball children with lulu the bratty rebel who can't stop moving she's gyrating those she's got like a a playlist on on repeat in her head right now i think she's got the dancing plague of 1432 her I, hips don't lie. I got a strut. <laughs> and we oh, meet. It's, it's like, it's it's worrisome. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got like Suspiria vibes. She can't move. She can't stop. I, I got a Michael J. Vox vibes. <laughs> Michael J. Vox. Oh, <laughs> Muhammad Vox Ali vibes. Muhammad Ali. These are all terrible jokes for making. <laughs> and we meet Dexter, the psychotic foot fetishist. Oh, yeah. Who may or may not be a criminal of some kind, but he's in his room tar- doing naughty things to picture of feet. It's a Quentin Tarantino in the making. Literally. <laughs> Um, I also love when everything dramatic's happening. We get these uh, scant violin strings that are like these off-key violin strings. Mm-hmm. Um, so they sit down to dinner, and Francine, you know, she has to fix her husband a drink, which she does. All the normal housewife things. She rings a little bell, calls the children down to dinner, and then they sit down. And I like that Elmer's like, "I'm already here." Yeah. <laughs> It's like waiting, and then they sit down, and they're going crazy over this dinner, grabbing mashed potatoes, and she goes, can we please say grace? Can we please? And I, I just feel really associated with this. And Dexter this takes like a, he takes a glob of mashed yeah. potatoes. No, they're fighting for these mashed potatoes yeah. as, as if like this is the only thing they eat. Yep. <laughs> Uh, the TV crew arrives from Channel 12, and Lulu's excited because it's a TV crew. I'm going to shimmy in the window, even though no one cares. And Elmer goes out saying, I could show any movie that I want. Yeah, I, I wrote down here, uh, free publicity. Yeah, free yeah. publicity. And uh, a free country. <laughs> Francie comes out of the house, and she's like, please, won't you stop? I'm a good Christian woman. But the, the neighbors mock her. And throw rotten food at her <laughs> for no reason. Um, meanwhile, Dexter is inside huffing cleaning supplies, which is a prominent theme in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of cleaning supplies in the, the fishball household. Uh, we meet Freddie Ashton for just a one scene. He, just, just, he, he just walks barges in. Yeah, he just walks in the house. Yeah. This family Excuse me. <laughs> who are you? I just happen to be, you know, taking out Lulu. Well, look for at Full House and all that. They just barge right in. That's yeah. true, that Kimmy. Yeah, Kimmy oh, locked I, the doors. I wanted to. Bash Kimmy's skull in once in a while. If it was a Golden Girl episode, Rose would shoot Kimmy Boomer. by accident. Boomer, sicker. <laughs> my God. Um, but uh, hold on, let me find my space again. I don't remember. Uh, Freddie. Yeah, Freddie. Freddie uh, comes in. And he's like, I, I've got a date with your daughter Lulu. And Francine is like, what? It's a school night, but Freddie seems like a good boy. Yeah, this and, part was yeah. very nice. Yeah. He's the only it, nice one in the film. They're like polar but, opposites, but, but Freddie and Lulu. You could tell that he's thirsty. 
Oh. Well, no, because he he even's like, we're gonna go to the library and work on our term. Oh paper. yeah, but like you see him like uh, when the when the camera focuses on he like he's sweating, he's like <laughs> licking his lips. Like, That's yeah. true. <sighs> Lulu. <laughs> but uh, Lulu comes down in a scantily clad outfit, but she leaves excited, like I've got fifteen cents to call home. I'll be fine, mom. And she's like thrusting at Francine, <laughs> yeah. and she gets in the car and she's like, okay, it'll be ten dollars. And Freddie's like, no, we're gonna go down and study. Uh, but she pulls over. and like, oh, it's, a, it's a cheap date, isn't it? All I right. Know. <laughs> um, boys are giving her money for dancing lewdly during the lunch period. Oh, I, I, yep. wrote down, I wrote down here, beer. <laughs> beer oh, like, yeah. Because, uh, uh, who, who is this? Uh, Bobo? Bobo. Yeah. Bobo, played by Stiv Bader's American punk rocker. He is best huh. remembered for his band's Dead Boys and the Lords of the New Church. Hmm. Never heard of him. Well, apparently it was a thing. <laughs> Um, and Bobo shows up and he's like get away F word we can take oh, you yeah. here other F word other F word uh, which we won't bring up on this podcast because that's offensive uh, but it was a different time yeah. and uh, well, he steals Waters, he steals yeah. Lulu away with his one crony and he takes out a broom and he's like we're gonna go down in town and hit some mailboxes which turns out uh, to be something different, though, and the funniest scene in the movie. Oh, yeah, he yeah. takes out a broom. Yeah. Well, like, I was like, oh, we're, they're going to go play pool. Yeah, <laughs> pool. Yeah, so what happens? Tell me. You guys enjoyed this oh, scene? Oh, man. They start, start swatting some fannies here. Yeah, start we swatting hit Jewish, minorities. Yeah, we hit a, <laughs> a sugar Jewish person. It starts spotting like gibberish, yeah. like, like uh, yeah. um, uh, um, what Yid- do we call that? Uh, Yiddish. Yiddish, that's there it. There you go. Uh, we hit a Chinese person. And she like curses them with the coronavirus. Yeah. And then we hit a oh uh, famous actress when it comes to the John Waters o- canon. Octavia Spencer. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, this is Jean Hill, and she's prominent in Desperate Living, which was my next choice, but it's very, very... Very risque. Okay. There is a lot of dong in this movie. More than um, multiple maniacs. But more I, than Bruno? More, way more. And Divine does not star in this movie. It's the only movie that Divine does not star in. Oh, wow. This is what he canon. passed away. But if you love Gene Hill in this role that she has here, perhaps oh, Desperate Living may be a good she's choice. She's calling them crackers, honkies. Oh, yes. You white honkies. And then all of a sudden, it. it just you turns. You crazy crackers. You think, she's just, you think she's just waiting for the bus and she's going to get on it. And, and she's dressed. In like uh, not like, a nun, it's like um, a Baptist yeah, kind of performance. Like, Sisters yeah. of the Church, yeah. and uh, it turns into a, a level f- out of uh, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> well, she literally hijacks a bus oh, like, full of people because it, it goes from her like getting on the bus. In my mind, it's like, oh man, maybe she yeah, just you, like, you didn't hi- think it was You're like, oh, it's just gonna move on because it's like one of those jokes that we would tell on on the air yeah. here, but it's like it legit turns into that, and she <laughs> chases down this fucking car, and everyone on the bus is like I'm late I'm late she's like shut up I'm gonna get this damn kid oh you know what more power to her I know I love it it's the best gag in the movie yes That um, guy, Bobo, gets his just desserts. Uh, no, but she stops Bobo's car by getting out of the bus and gnawing on the tires, oh. bursting <laughs> it with her she own mouth. Okay, so she gets on the bus, she creates a roadblock for the car so that Bobo has nowhere to go, and then she runs out of the car. All the other passengers on the bus start running for their <laughs> lives. Yeah, yeah, they're like, ah! <laughs> like a Godzilla movie and or she something. she starts smacking them and beating them up, and yeah, she... She bites their tires. And Bobo tires. doesn't learn his lesson, this, and she just goes away happy. This, She's this like, is, yeah. This is the mom movie I wanted. Yeah. Uh, I wanted it to go to this level. So good. <laughs> um, and we then Get naked, boy! <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
We flash to Dexter, who's getting off to a woman nail clipping magazine sort of Ooh, thing. Yeah. Uh, no, he's uh, with uh, binoculars, like across the way, watching someone clip their nails. Uh, we learn about the Baltimore Foot Stomper. Who could it be? Is on the loose? Is it Tracy Turnblad? <laughs> no, not exactly. I wonder if this is like at the same canonical well, universe. Well, Baltimore is like in, in every one of these yeah, movies. So this this is before, it all happens. In this Baltimore. is before Kevin Smith. Before yeah. all those movies took place in the yeah. same reality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We get some prominent sidelight as Francine and Elmer embed some cinematography that I like there. Um, well, his theater caters to sex offenders. I just love this lady on the news because they're interviewing and the interviews in this movie are kind of hilarious because it's just like people like, I don't want to be interviewed. I'm in so much pain. And this one old lady just goes, well, his theater does cater to sex offenders. And then the interview just ends. Oh, well, yeah. like this interviewer looks like Sweeney from uh, Boy Meets World. I, I can't. Oh, really, that's true. I really can't peg. For it's, a not, it's not him because he was in 1776. I forget. Or was he? Who was he? He was John Adams in the original 1776. That's John Adams? Yeah. Mr. Feeney? It's like William. Well, this is this is eighty. This is eighty one. Uh, Seventeen seventy six came out like like mid seventies. He doesn't look. It's not him. I don't know. I I know that actor. It's not him. Okay. Yeah. All right. I believe you. Yeah. I believe you, Shake. <laughs> um, <laughs> we also learn, and I think this is a loose cannon in a lot of water film that a Charles Manson family member has escaped a female. So I think in Female Trouble they also mentioned the Manson family, like a, a member had escaped, and I think that's a loose thread that goes throughout. Wow! So there's like well. a secondary yeah. universe, a yeah. secondary it's a story. Once upon a time in Hollywood, <laughs> before it was a thing. Wow! Look to John Waters, and inspired, you know, as I said, uh, Dirk Leonardo, Diggler. Yeah. Uh, Dirk, what did you say? Dirk Diggler. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. No, Cliff Booth. Yeah, it's not Dirk Diggler. Oh shit! <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Boogie Nights. I went. <laughs> No, it's uh, uh, Rick Dalton. Rick Dalton. Yeah, yeah, my bad. There you go. Dirk Diggler. Uh, I went. Dirk Diggler. Uh, what? A previous episode in the podcast that I wasn't on. <laughs> yeah, but you must have loved that movie because I did not remember that name. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. I suppose. All right. So Francine is humiliated because she sees this on the news. Um, and Wilbur's like, shut up and go to bed. And then he farts in her face and we get smell number two. Natural ass, as oh, it's called. Yeah. Natural I, ass. We kind of what? didn't really have guesses for this it one. It was like the next one that we started guessing. I, I mentioned because of the, the way the scene looked as we paused it, I mentioned armpit. Yeah. I wrote down a different kind of smell. And I don't, <laughs> I had nothing more descriptive than that. Mark's smells were concerning. Matt's smells were normal human <laughs> being smells that he smells. Armpit close to ass. Oh, yeah. It Close. makes sense. All right, so we get that smell down. Waters expressed his delight at having the film's audiences actually pay to smell shit on the commentary track of the film's 2004 DVD release, just so you know. Uh, oh. Elmer is calling out for Sandra in his sleep. Who is Sandra? We get the organ stings with dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francine uses her super smell to find a receipt for the White Gables Motel. Elmer must be cheating. More melodrama. Mm. The next morning, Elmer. <laughs> Wakes Francine up and goes, well, I guess I have to fix my own cereal then. Well, I, I like that before because the alarm goes off and he just shoves the and alarm in her face. In her face. In her face. It's like, Get up, you fat cow. <laughs> you big oh, oaf. Oh, Elmer. <laughs> uh, Lulu learned all about her cervix in sex education class that day. Bonkers the dog, MVP. Oh, Bonkers the dog. Dexter is like sticking out his tongue here. Oh, yeah, but, like, it's really red. They're, they're, oh, yeah. They're, they're just, they're eating like smacks and they're eating like cornflakes, <laughs> but like his tongue is super red for some reason. I, it looks like he has a chunk of raw meat. Well, they also it. had donuts on the table. So well, he also has like a, like a little piece of red on his on his lip, too, <laughs> that I noticed. You notice the strangest things. Well, I don't know, because it yeah. just stands out to me. 
because okay. it's like why is it why is why that is red, red? Yeah. i don't know it's was a it, cereal right was he just chomping down <laughs> on his cheeks a person or foot or something i mean we all we all <laughs> bite be. the inside of our cheeks sometime or our tongue so who knows maybe <laughs> it was bleeding yeah we also um after the kids leave and umar leaves a mysterious woman enters the house and Mark goes, who the hell is this lady just walking into the house? Everyone's walking in this house. Lock your fucking doors. And it turns out to be La Rue is her name and she is Francine's mother. Mother. And she just barges into the bathroom like, oh, oh yeah. Francine, what are you doing? Pissing again? I, I thought like, you retained all your fluids. I was like, this, is, this isn't any different from my house. My, yeah. my parents keep the door open all the time. Oh, especially when there's cocaine. I can't, I can't do oh, it. I can't no. do it. Mark, you live a, a different lifestyle than me. <laughs> I, I, what can I say? I, I want to get the hell out of there. <laughs> um, and she also obviously steals money from Francine's purse while Francine is just watching. She just takes like money and puts it in her pocketbook and then gives Francine like a, a bad well, look. I thought yeah. she was about to call her out because she enters the room is like no. hello mother but yeah. it's like i thought she caught her in the act but no. like no it's never brought up yeah, no. no nothing happens they have a bad relationship and then who do we get my favorite character Aunt ida herself but no longer Aunt ida this time cuddles kavaninsky kavinsky uh cuddles kavaninsky cuddles cuddles we uh, we gotta work on that edith massey is the best she is a gem she is a she treasure is. These, i love her more i than really anything. don't know how much is genuine and how much is like it's, acting it's all genuine because she never memorized her lines it's like all, the, the way like she's all her the way she's pronouncing some of these words like, Heinz, oh, yeah. Heinz. like per, per girl per girl like it's it's, it's poor it she matter. keeps repeating it too oh. yeah. and it she's just so loud all the time there's so no loud. there's no oh. she doesn't need a mic uh, i love her though great. cuddles and her butler heinz like the ketchup shows up <laughs> and they pull up and cuddle says that she'll ring if she needs him constantly um larue says it's bad taste to let and this is what larue says not me retarded people into the home it's <laughs> not an insult on that but it's the R word, John. I don't like now, that. Now, I don't now, like my now, students now use that. And the, I don't like it. Now no. we're gonna get all the complaints the because we way. said it. My my students say it. And I yell at them every time, and they're like, "Oh, shut up, Mister K." I mean, of course, it's offensive, but yeah. like we're we're saying it like in context. Yeah. So. so, despite Cuddles being Francine's best friend, Cuddles used to be Francine's cleaning lady, but inherited so much money from a family that she used to work for. And I put down in my notes, "A la Knives Out." Ah, yes. yes. Same plot. Marta. <laughs> Marta Cabrera. Cabrera. Ooh. Yeah. Where are you from? Uh, <laughs> is that the end of the movie? No. <laughs> okay. uh, celebrate with a big lunch after eating breakfast. She's oh, they... like, I got the second part of my inheritance. That calls for a big lunch. Oh, <laughs> this outfit that she's wearing. What is she wearing first? I don't remember. It's kind of like a schoolgirl outfit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's her It's her like plaid skirt. And yeah, and but like all these outfits are like on that level. Amazing to like to <laughs> make, wonderful to make Academy like, Award winning. Oh, yeah. Like to make it look like high society. Like there's like a, yeah. a like a a Mounties outfit that she's yeah. wearing. Where, like, well, no, it's a, a riding. Horse, yeah, yeah. Horse yeah. Riding. yeah. outfit. Yeah, uh, it's like a different stereotype. They, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah then she has the tennis outfit later. They, they look like Barbie clothes that are not meant for, <laughs> for her. Barbie. Yeah. Well, remember in Female Trouble, she was in that all-leather ensemble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, forget? That was, forget. But that was definitely made for her. Yeah, that was uh, all couture. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Cuddles always speaks no, French. All courant. All courant. Yeah, trendy. Yeah. Um, Cuddles is actually super nice, <laughs> even though everyone treats her like shit. Yeah. But she doesn't have the right mindset about things. She's super nice to Francine. She hangs out and she's like, Francine, 
even though you're having trouble in your life, you got to come to my debutante party in October or November. I don't remember which one. Uh, November 10th. Yeah. That's what I remember. Um, cuddles and, can't worry about things that are beyond her. Cuddles she's, can only worry about cuddles. She's got a lot going cuddles on. Cuddles got cuddles on her mind. Yeah. I, I wrote down here cake and cola. Oh, yeah. They're eating for lunch a they're, half a fucking cake and cola each. Oh, yeah. A whole bottle. And you just had they're, breakfast. They're, they each have like a bottle of a fucking Pepsi. <laughs> and uh, and uh, they just cut up two two big slivers of birthday cake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, but I think in the middle of this, we got a phone call from, oh, yes. from Sandra. Yes. Sandra Sullivan. Played by Mink Stoll. And she's Elmer's secretary. Calls to inform that Elmer will be out of town. Meanwhile, Elmer and Sandra are screwing around. Ooh. I've got, look what I've got, baby. Oral contraception. Hey. To surpass my ovulations. through To suppress my ovulations <laughs> through hormones. And I've got black condoms, your favorite color, baby. Prophylactic. And then he starts blowing it up yeah. like a balloon you and it pops. so well, baby. Just like the coneheads. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she, I gotta say. And there's like Nazi propaganda in the back. <laughs> I gotta Wait, say. This you was, didn't see that? No. I, I didn't, it, see, it, it didn't makes, see that either. It makes Elmer seem like the trash of the earth. He has got all Nazi propaganda oh, in the I back. Oh, I didn't notice this. For, this. for a rewatch. I yeah. was too busy looking at Sandra because yeah. I gotta be honest. She, she's got some Lady Gaga vibes <laughs> to me. You mean Stephanie? Joanne. Well, nobody knows her Germanata. last name. <laughs> I know. Stephanie what? Joanne Germanata. <laughs> Uh, that sounds fake. <laughs> okay, but uh, Italian? No, she, I don't she, think so. Yeah, yeah. Not so good. <laughs> I know she's she, yeah. Mamma Mia Pizzeria. She's got Stephanie some. Stephanie Joanne. <laughs> Mamma Mia Pizzeria spaghetti. That's meal. a Gaga. <laughs> uh, this Sandra's got some Stephanie Germanata vibes. Yeah, but I I just love that she has cornrows <laughs> when she's yep. a white girl. Yep, and it's kind of hilarious. Oh. Um. So Dexter uh, Francie gets another phone call. Dexter has skipped school and is expelled for Holy being criminal, hold on, criminally insane. And this, what did Matt this notice? Blew my did, mind. I, I wrote in my notes, this might blow Matt's mind, but I'm not sure. <laughs> like, holy shit. I've oh, never in a million years did I expect review. to hear this. I'm very this. curious. Yeah. I, don't understand. I, I, right. I don't know what this I'm, is. I'm yeah. going to press play. We might get sued. I hope Oh, not. I know what you're doing, and it's what I have down. Oh, wait, hold on. This is way too low. I need oh, to turn oh, oh the there's volume. an ad. Need to turn up the volume. Skip the ad. Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Why? What is that? So what an explain that is, for the crowd? Holy shit. Is this a rap is, song that I don't know about? Eh, not really rap, but no, it Australian. is Australian. It is Australian <laughs> sure? band yeah. The Avalanches from their like super oh. critically pra- praised 2000 album Since I Left You. <laughs> I've been hearing this song for like 10 or 15 years. And now you know? Definitely I, since at least high school and I have I've never had any clue where that sample came from. I I do know the Avalanches. I never heard this song before. Yeah. Oh, this is, I think, their most famous song. This Frontier has, Psychiatrist. Frontier Psychiatrist. This wow. has a very famous music video. I think I stumbled upon the music video like at some point in high school. Mm-hmm. And it is, if you watch it, it's very uh, mm-hmm. strange and absurd. And the Avalanches thing, they were known for this whole album of theirs 
which runs like at least an hour long is comprised of samples mm. like just there's almost no original music it's all samples like 3000 samples were used in the making of this and it just blew my mind oh, hearing you know, Matt that had like a conniption I went ooh good screen. it's just as I planned is Avalanche is the same where it's like I see a mountain at my gates or am I thinking of a different one? No, that's a different one. Oh shit! I, I gotta look this up again. I'm sorry. <laughs> but they are wow. They are so good. They're they're an electronic mm-hmm. band with like some hip hop influences. Oh wow! I've heard this song. You know, I hear this song on the radio from time to time. Mm-hmm. I I've been bumping it myself. See how culture works. Wow. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. Thank you, John. You're I gotta, welcome. I gotta thank you. It's I never, all on me. I never would. Yeah. I planned it out. Perfectly. Oh, I never and then wait, I'm gonna blow Mark's mind by the end of this podcast, yeah, and he won't even know. Okay, I can't wait Go for ahead. that. All right, so Dexter is apparently the Baltimore foot stomper, and he <laughs> wants to stomp some feet. <laughs> he waits and he watches, like, and like there's some grapes. He's like at a um like a quick check or like a cold. Yeah, it's like a, uh, a grocery yeah, store. Yeah, a grocery store. And he's looking outside, looking at every woman, and he's like jonesing out. And if I saw this man, I would just turn around <laughs> the other way. But he's picking one out, and then he stomps on one. And the woman screams bloody murder, like, won't someone help me? Yeah, it's and a good no one. one. Comes. I like how it cuts there, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it was very sleepaway camp with somebody, <laughs> somebody help him, somebody do something. My uh. God. Uh, so Francine sends Cuddles to spy at the motel and call if she sees Elmer, Elmer's car. We also get uh, Cuddles being her best 007 self, dipping behind trees, calling Heinz to open the door for her, and goes, Heinz, no question, make a left around the block, and then go around, we're going to the motel. Secret mission, Heinz. Uh, oh, Heinz. <laughs> Hurry, Heinz, hurry. <laughs> uh, Lulu returns from school with straight Fs. <laughs> oh, I like this, where it's like, uh, Lulu throws books in trash. Oh, yeah, just a, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, she walks in. Back oh, from yeah. school already. <laughs> and opens a, a Pepsi and just shakes it. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> party oh, i'm yeah. trying to clean in here um she's gonna quit school and be a go-go girl and uh francine's like over my dead body lulu goes upstairs and she prepares a step ladder that oh, she just she tosses has, out the window she has an escape rope just in yep. case <laughs> i love it it just comes out of nowhere uh, yeah. and she runs off with bobo still with injuries from before from the previous night <laughs> oh yeah um elmer and sandra arrive and then she's a belle du jour, beautiful by day. But her real joke's coming up in a second. Uh, we do see that the sketch of the Baltimore foot stomper looks a lot like Dexter. Mm-hmm. Um, and Francine noses, uh, Francine's nose acts up again. We get smell number three, which, what did you think the smell was? Oh, I thought it was plastic. Plastic, which and, is very close and, again. And, and Mark was saying Mark laundry. was saying it smells good. No, you both were like, it smells good. Yeah, it was good. And you I know, went, cool. you both are drug addicts. This is model <laughs> airplane glue because yeah. Dexter, uh, not Dexter, Bobo and Lulu are sniffing in the backseat. Mm. Oh my goodness. Well, compared to ass. Yeah. Well, true. Could only go up from there. In an incredible Hulk moment, Francine rips off the car door. I, I, it almost kind of like just like left me for a second. <laughs> like, you had an out of body experience. <laughs> like, it, it was like, oh, wait, hold on. I, it, it took a moment to register for me. Where it's like, yeah. she just ripped the car door. I wish she would have beat, beat the crap out of Bobo, too. <laughs> That's like the one moment I wish she had in this movie. I mean, there's another one of those coming up soon. But, but like, then they like try to strangle her with like this metal thing. Yeah. yeah. Or they, they try to strangle Bobo, I think. Oh, no, Bobo strangles her because he goes, oh, thanks yeah. for beating you, Mrs. Fishpaw. <laughs> kill her, Bobo. Yeah, kill her. Kill her, Bobo. But what's weird is that Bobo tries to strangle her like from behind. Yeah. So it's not really yeah. going to yeah. do anything. Yeah. Yeah. 
And just as Francine is going in, Dexter arrives, and he's uh, huffing some poppers, it looks like, or oh, something. Yeah. But uh, he goes, he mistakes his mother for someone else and crushes her foot. Dexter, Dexter, do you want to see a psychiatrist, Dexter? Please, no, Dexter. No, Please, please. And she goes uh, She goes inside to meet Lulu, and Lulu smashes just a face. <laughs> and she's like, I'm two months pregnant, mother. I'm getting an abortion, and I can't wait for it. <laughs> As every girl does. Oh, my uh. gosh. And then we get cuddles with her best line of the movie. Does anyone remember? Uh... Hmm. I Is thought it, he was walking a dog, yes, I do, but I then I realized it was his date. <laughs> it's so good <laughs> because oh. it turns out they arrived at the motel. I like Heinz' yeah. uh, focus here, where like because he usually wears a monocle. For, oh yeah, yeah, for whatever reason, because he's then, like the stereotypical then, German. Like I don't even and, know. And then as soon as he sees like the Kaiser, Elmer, and Sandra like walking to the, to the motel, he just like it pops out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like uh, a nice guy. Very cartoonish. Yeah. Francine and Cuddles sniff out the motel room, and she physically knocks down the door and oh, marches yeah. in she just charges in <laughs> yeah. and she takes I just pictures. love the way it's done like yeah. She, yeah. she almost kind of kicks it down so lightly yeah. but it just it just flies off oh, flies yeah. off right off the hinges oh pause you, oh, is, is you that, knocked the door off is that Aunt Ida? no it's my mom Donna oh. <laughs> it's Mama Donna <laughs> knocked um, the door off hinges Donna. Mama Donna Mama Donna oh, there we go that's goodness. our new one. Oh no no please oh <laughs> 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 Give me a second. <laughs> you knock the door off its hinges and you put it in the fuck boy's hands. <laughs> Did you say the fuck boy's hands? The fuck boy's hands. <laughs> but uh, there. I, she, I wish John Waters were still making films. He kind of wants. He, to. he pops up in a, in a documentary yeah, a once of, in a he while. Pops up a lot. Of, I want to hear fuck boy in one of his films. <laughs> <laughs> fuck boy. Yeah. So I got fuck boys. <laughs> A bunch of fuckboys. Oh, our new hit single, I guess. (laughs) Francine and Cuddles emerge, and Cuddles is like, don't worry about this skag. (laughs) I can't take her anymore. But uh, at the same time, Sandra and Elmer are like, we're going to move. Children would ruin our erotic lifestyle. (laughs) And they call, like, Francine a fat cow and just leave her alone to cry. And she starts drinking. She develops an. Uh, she becomes an alcoholic. And yeah. Cuddles is just like, "Lay off the sauce, Francine." <laughs> Always the the voice of reason. Yeah. Uh, we get an oddly lit booze montage from her house, where it's like uh, green lit. Some, some nice, uh, nice bit, disgust humor. A little bit of like red lighting I see in the kitchen too, yeah. as she's like downing some some alcohol. Yeah. Oh, but by the way, you guys are right. John Waters is still working. Yeah. His his last role was a voice in. Oh no, an actor in Alvin and the Chipmunks, yeah. The Road yeah. Chip. Ah, yes, the very same. So, mm-hmm. that's where you might have seen him last. <laughs> hey, he's getting that paycheck, and he made some incredible movies. With the David road, Cross and Jason Lee. Chip. So I'm fine with that. Ugh. Um, Elmer is constantly calling to mock Francine, like, every waking moment. Like, at this point, I'm like, don't pick up the phone, Francine. Oh, he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I I would like it if it just left off there. I don't know. I I feel like just like the seeing movie that. ends. Yeah, because like we have all these phone calls, and then there's like. But it's supposed to be like he's ruining her life. I know, but like I feel like that's almost enough to know that, and then we just get enough for oh, her to we say. We barely that. get that. That's the tip of the iceberg. I don't know. 
I, I, I just like the, the him calling and then him just like oinking on the the other yeah. end of the phone. We then get Francine smelling and we hear the doorbell ring to smell number four. Oh, this oh, was the Lord. worst smell this, for me. Yeah, this one doesn't smell. It I, smells like detergent. I thought it was detergent the first time I, I smelled it. I thought it was human excrement. But Matt yeah. was also close yet again with his I, guess. <laughs> I don't know if I thought this was bad. It it smelled like Goya adobo. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually pizza, and I think it could have been the box or like a very bad pizza. It could have been anchovies, anchovies. but it could have been. But yeah. this, this for me, I wanted to vomit. Yeah, <laughs> this was did, the this, only smell that I feel like I yeah, need to. Yeah, this throw was up. the smell that got me too because I took a big whiff of this the first time. I it wasn't it. that pleasant. Maybe maybe I uh, I didn't think it was so bad because of the reactions before mine because mm. I sniffed it last. This was not Parmesan. This wasn't pepperoni. <laughs> This was garbage. Yeah, yep. This could have been Little Caesars. Well, maybe he sent her a good old sausage shit pizza, right? Oh my god! Could be. There's a movie that ha- that must have done drawn that. together. I drawn There's together. A whole episode. Drawn together did do that. It's a, a parody of Dirty Dancing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Future what? No. 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 Never. No. 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 Never. No. I wouldn't do that. Uh, so Elmer's harassing, and uh, Lulu wakes up Francie, and she goes, "Don't you remember you old drunk? Today's the day for my abortion." Yeah, and LaRouche, have a baby. Then, yeah, Larue. Yeah, you've got a life inside of you, Lulu. Well, I, I kind of like her argument here. It's like it's eating me. It's yeah. destroying me, or something like that. Oh or I can see someone's mentality like that saying something. Yeah. You know? Um. Uh, but LaRue shows up and offers Francine a bottle and she goes, ah, you're such an alcoholic, you would even drink gasoline yeah. for smell number five. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think I was on the money for this one. Yeah, you, you, were yeah both Mark sa- was, you were both You were both saying. Well, no, oh, Mark said Mark, it was Mark, gas. Yeah. I kind of ironically said, this smells like pizza, <laughs> which was the last scent. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it I just not. had pizza on the mind. And why did she have gasoline in a bottle? <laughs> I, 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 I guess it was like, you could, you could drink gasoline, couldn't you? Or something like that. But she just was carrying that around for that day? <laughs> I think just yeah, to, for that gag, I, for that bit. Well, like, <laughs> just for that bit. I think we're only under the assumption that she knew that her daughter was becoming yeah. an alcoholic. So she just did that to rub <laughs> it in her face. She's slowly gaslighting. She's planning it out very good. Gas. Lighting. Yeah. Hey. Uh, Elmer's on a megaphone outside with Sandra in the car going, This is where Francine lives. She's 3,000 pounds. <laughs> this is also his poli- political campaign as yeah. well. Yeah. He is <laughs> going around with uh, loudspeakers, megaphones. Mm. Oh, man. I take 25 cents for jawbreakers, and my wife's a cow. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of, kind of reminds us of our current president. Oh my gosh, yes, that's true. My wife's a giant cow. <laughs> you should all humiliate her and throw her out. She's like a dog. But this coronavirus is beautiful. I, listen, we exactly have we, we have the corona <laughs> under control. We're all shipping it in bottles. It started in China. China's <laughs> responsible for the corona. Stop eating bats, everyone. <laughs> uh, so we get some haggard makeup on Francine as her life falls apart. But Cuddle shows up perfectly fine. She's like, oh, mon cher, we've got to go shopping. I need oh, no. to go to the alcoholics <laughs> meeting. She goes, I'll get you to the club, to your club, but first we're going shopping. <laughs> As if like this is like some kind of depressing montage. Hines, oh. help her into a more suitable outfit. <laughs> yes, madam. Oh, these like expressions that Divine's giving off are, are like hysterical, yeah. but also like like 
depressing. Yeah, because she's she's mad because she's like gripping on for dear life. Like, I don't know how I'm going to survive. Oh, I can't do this anymore. I need to go to the alcoholics meeting. (laughs) You know, this dress would be really nice on you, Devon. Fuck, what's her name? Francine. Francine. Yeah. Francine Fishball. Um, then as they're driving to this shopping trip, we see a man mysteriously looking at Francine through the window of his car, and it turns out to be Todd Tomorrow, uh, a prominent feature in the later five minutes, or the last yeah. five minutes yeah. of this movie. I was expecting more of him. I know, a lot, uh, yeah, of, people, a lot of people do, yeah. Um, but can you blame him? It's a John Waters movie. They didn't know what he was getting into. Yeah. Uh, Francine vomits and is hungover as Cuddle shops. In her store. She throws up in her purse. Yeah. And then uh, they ask her to leave. But we should have chopped at peck and peck anyway. Why do they ask her to leave? She's not really doing anything Well, she wrong. cuddles, rips the fucking dress and the, well, the that's thing. Like, that's like in the dressing room, though. That's like, no. I mean, it's got to go back up on the rack, you, baby. You, you yeah, could have, like, know. apologized for that or something like Comme that. Comme de garçon. Unless, unless we're doing, like, a, you know, um, oh, man, what's that movie? Uh, J-Lo. Uh, Hustlers? Made in Manhattan? No. Uh, <laughs> who, who, who does she play? Uh, a bitty bitty bop bop. Selena? Sel- Selena. <laughs> Not Selena. 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 This bumper was well, pulled off when, by Selena's when, when, when they're like, like uh, can we help you? Oh, yeah. You know, it, it, it felt like that, but like. Pretty woman. But less Big racist. Mistake. Huge. Yeah. yeah. So it felt like that, but less racist. More fat <laughs> more, shaving. More fat yeah. shaving. Um, so at that point. We flash to the word uh, Dexter strikes again, and he's uh, arrested this time. He's in like a, a shopping a shopping mart. He yeah. steps on one, and then two guys are like, "Call the cops!" Mm-hmm. And he eventually gets arrested. Francine is at the most violent AA meeting ever. Yeah, I, I wrote down here. Everyone won't stop yelling because it's oh, yeah. Mark because is like, "There's too much stimulus in this it, movie." It's not just in this scene. It's, it's like the, for the for like five scenes in a yes, row. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, everyone is just yelling at uh, at Francine. Go on, get up there, move! Come it. on, move your fat ass! We have we have two divine lookalikes in the in the in the crowd here as yeah. well. There could possibly be twins. I thought we were gonna say on the podcast. I was like, oh wow! <laughs> oh, I want to go this that far. Wrong. I mean, we have been eating Burger King, but <laughs> yeah. Um, Lulu is also at the abortion clinic, and this one girl goes in, and she's like clearly nine months pregnant. Yeah, it's like, oh, about yeah. To have let's, the baby. let's get that baby out of you yeah. like, and kill it. <laughs> yeah, and that's then, a good little visual guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the pro-lifers show up, and she slapped. <laughs> what would happen if John F. Kennedy got an abortion? Huh? Um, what sh- about Jesus? They have actual like like doll baby on a crucifix. Yeah. <laughs> And they shove a real baby in her face. Uh, oh, yeah. Francine shows up back home only to find Lulu trying to self-abort the baby. Yeah. And Francine dials up the home of the shepherd's flock to take Lulu to a convent. And this is my favorite scene in the movie because the nuns are like, we'll be right there. <laughs> Pull in. Hail Mary, full oh, of yeah. grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are the Lord, the blessed the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. And they drag Lulu out to the car and stuff her into the trunk and then drive off. And they're like, get in there. This is pretty damn good. And then uh, we get the flash to the convent. Convent and they're like, all right, ladies, instead of staying in here moping, we're going for a hayride. And, and a it's th- pouring rain. Yeah, a thunderstorm. Yeah. At Shut night. Up. It's like it's like midnight at least. The devil's children. <laughs> yeah, like one of them is about like to go into labor and like stop faking. Stop <laughs> yeah. faking for the for Jesus. <laughs> for Satan. Uh, uh. 
We get a, a Francine dream sequence with a pizza man that comes in stripping, but Ooh. she throws away the pizza, the most important part of the dream. <laughs> and we get a flash to Todd tomorrow, just looking at her. And Francine really deserved this moment. Uh, because the next morning, the police arrive to search the house, and Francine tries to strangle herself and cuddles instead of helping her friend takes her on a picnic. Well, I, I like how the police go into Dexter's room and like, yep, oh, this, yeah. this, this, this is it. It's got to be him. <laughs> yeah, this will hold up. <laughs> this will yeah. hold up in court. We got magazines of feet. We got a mannequin leg here. Perfect. <laughs> I just love how they're going through the sofa cushions. They're like, cut it. Knock it down. Go through the plan. But uh, Cuddles comes running in here and she sees Francine trying to well, kill herself. she doesn't herself. even react. She's like, Francine, what are you doing? <laughs> Hanging around? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. Uh, uh, so takes on a picnic. Uh, we then get another famous line. Francine, you're the most drinkingest gal I've ever seen. Uh, Todd tomorrow pulls up and winks at Francine and cuddles and Francine go for a picnic, which is ruined by smell number six. Oh, what yeah. could it be? I've got see. ants in my pants, Francine. Oh, well, for this for this smell, we were already... Spoiled. We got the visual yeah. before yeah. the prompt, mm-hmm. so we already knew that it was a skunk. I, I, w- I would say uh, most of New Jersey, but okay. <laughs> close, close, close thought. <laughs> Uh, LaRue mysteriously finds out the divorce has come through and she's speaking with someone to get $2,000 a month and Francine's house. We don't know who, but it turns out that it's Halloween that night and Bobo and his crony come in ruin and they literally... This isn't even my house. I know, right? I forgot it was Halloween. <laughs> you know what it means, lady. Trick! Trick. And, they and then they're like, kill her. everything. <laughs> kill her. They're writing kill on the, on, the, on the mirror in the living room. Kill her, Bobo. And they I... shoot LaRue. <laughs> And then in a moment that sent Matt flying. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, all right. Up I mean, to this point, the gag, like, I, I I liked it. I appreciated how absurd it was and how just utterly ridiculous and bonkers it was. But I was kind of sad that it resulted in uh, the the old lady, uh, LaRue, La La being shot and presumably dead. But then <laughs> yeah, I don't know it where. just flipped completely. Yeah. <laughs> 180. It turns into LaRue, like that Tarantino moment, baby. <laughs> LaRue finds the strength to <laughs> grab the gun right yeah. off the table. She was smoking acid that night. And oh, she's yeah. fine. She's just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been through worse than that, bitch. Yeah, and what does she do with that uh, gun? Oh, she fucking murders yeah. Bobo. Bobo. Yeah. Sick'em, bo- Sick'em Bonkers or whatever the dog's <laughs> oh name is. Oh, my God, Bonkers. <laughs> uh, we'll get to him in a few seconds. Because uh, who should show up but Lulu to find out that her beloved is dead, not caring about a grandma on the floor, just sitting there like... <laughs> and then she runs off to the kitchen. Then Francine shows up, and we get LaRue going, It's all yours! <laughs> yeah. Yours! Yeah. And we get smell number seven. What could it be? Let's see. I was saying this was gas. Yeah. And Mark was saying this was paprika. <laughs> yeah. Paprika. It, could, it could be a close second. <laughs> it is actually natural gas. Ding, ding, ding. Woo. See, I get that from uh, the turnpike, baby. I know. Has uh, your head been in an oven lately? Well, maybe. Because <laughs> uh, Lulu's head is in the oven and poor <laughs> Bonkers has hung himself with a suicide note. Oh, this also kind of just sent me I, laughing way too much. Yeah. I love how the dog just wrote fucking goodbye, cruel <laughs> world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then hung himself on the refrigerator. Oh, that's pretty good. And Mark <laughs> asked me, is that a real dog? I said, I, no. Uh, you know, I had to ask, uh, does the dog die? Dot com. Uh, well, the dog <laughs> took his own life in this movie. Oh. <laughs> so a few days later, Francine finds that Dexter has been released due to insanity. 
and he returns home rehabilitated as an artist who paints feet instead. And he asks, Ma, why can't you stop drinking? I got off the angel dust. I really want to, Dexter. Then pour it down the drain. Okay. Then we find that Lulu also has a new start. She is a hippie now after her miscarriage, and she's into macrame. Mm-hmm. How lovely for her. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, just yeah. like, we're going to get blue. this family restarted. Woo. What I want, you got. <laughs> Turns to a montage. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we also find out that LaRue is still alive in the hospital, and Francine cuts her out of life. Oh, shut up, mother. <gasps> <laughs> my heart. Oh, my heart. heart. Uh, oh, she's oh, gone. She's gone. <laughs> um, then we, a very odd scene. They pull up to an accident with this severed head. And oh, Todd tomorrow's yeah. there. I think Francine pulls over because she sees Todd there. The man of her dreams. But Todd's yep. like, come here. Hey, baby. Come here. You in the middle a, of this crime scene. You want to yep. see a dead body? Yeah. Ain't that something? Look at this severed head. And then the guy just yeah. chucks it over the side. Yeah. The oh, corner. Yeah. Just like, yeah. it's like, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> and we get smell number eight. It's long. It's hard. <laughs> I, You know what? Mark and I both agreed on this one. Yeah. Maybe he maybe he incepted the idea in my it, head. It smelled like new, clear something. Mm. Uh, plain white tea. Yeah. <laughs> And Specifically plain and white. Not the band. Like, you ever open up a fresh pack of, like, you know, white t-shirts? Never. Yeah. No. Oh, no, <laughs> never mind then. Nope. Uh, but it's new car. Smell number eight is new car. And mm. it's not as, it's not dick as insinuated. Mm. Uh, so this song, Mark, it's time I blow your mind. Uh-oh. So as Francine and Todd are yeah. singing over, there's a certain someone singing a song about Uh-oh. rebirth. What? Do you think you have any idea on what celebrity could have been singing this song? Hell no. It's Bill Murray. What? Yeah. Bill Murray has sung this song. Wow. For John really? Lewis. Yeah. And this was an 81. Bill yeah. Murray's like, you know, like the star of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> for in Mark's eyes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what had he done by 81? It's SNL. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Stripes maybe. Yeah. Um uh, Ghostbusters was close on his Stripes hinges. was 81. <laughs> Oh, he did Caddyshack. Mm. Caddyshack, yeah. All right. Okay. Wow. But if you want to hear more of Bill Murray's singing career, just look to the polyester We, we might see him on our next go-around. Oh, no. <laughs> Stay oh, tuned, oh, audience. Oh, no, dear. <laughs> you might, hey, you might agree with it this time. I don't think I I'm not a big You didn't fan. like Lost in Translation? Yeah, but that was a different Bill Murray. This, this is a different Bill Murray. Oh, boy. Is it Groundhog Day? Nope. Nope. Hmm. Interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that next yep. time. Okay. All right. Bill Murray is singing the best thing as Francine and Todd skip through the woods. Uh, they pull up and mock Elmer and Sam are stranded on the side of the road. Francine gives a good side eye. And then Sandra's like, oh, why don't you just go back to Francine? All right. Oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 hurry up. Like, we got to get after her. Get after her. Yeah. Uh, Francine introduces Todd to the children very creepily. But at the same time, Todd is like, oh, what a cute place. Knocks over lamp. Like, very, like, handsy with the kids. Oh, yeah. He's suspicious, but I don't know. He's at the tail end of the movie anyway. And the two make passionate love together. Oh, they do. yeah. Yeah. And the next morning we see Why that Why don't you Todd, show me uh, your bedroom, honey? Yeah. Mother, may I? Mother, may I? <laughs> uh, Todd also wakes up the next morning disgusted with Francine and, like, jabs her awake. He's like, honey, yeah. time to get up. Well, she's like... <sighs> Yeah. Are you snooze. Yeah. Are you my little flesh pot? Will you marry me? What? Little flesh pot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And she agrees to marry him right there and then. And he owns the Edmondson Drive-In Cinema. I put the new AMC menu. Oh, man. <laughs> it's right there. This uh, looks hot good. dog buns and oysters. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, but everything is upscale. Uh, it's, yeah, oh. he, he goes highbrow art films. Yeah. I am so into we, this. So yeah, no, we we got a we got a you know. Uh, Can you think of a highbrow? We got we got eighth grade. We yeah. we got a <laughs> uh, 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 the 90s. What was that? <laughs> a Jonah Hill movie. I love that. You, mid, yeah, mid nineties. Mid nineties. Yeah. You, know, you got a part. Le portrait de la jeune fille en feu. Saint Maud here, yeah. Uh, we got Suspiria. Oh yeah, we, we got, got a Parasite. Yeah, we got a uh, we got Hereditary. Oh, this is right up my alley. I, know, I would I love all this. these movies haven't even come out I yet. Said, oh, Matt my would <laughs> sign up. You own an AMC drive-in. Uh-huh. We're engaged. Just, and just, this just, is a drive-in that goes yeah. on all night too, yeah. which just, is pretty nice. Just yeah. wait forty years. Honey. Everyone's there in suits. <laughs> Yeah, it's upscale. People, I'll, I'll people take a hot dog night. bun. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Cuddles coming out party is the same day, uh, the same night. Sorry, and it turns out that Todd and Larue are a couple doing cocaine Ooh. in the back room for some reason. Along How with they know each along other? with flashlight, yeah, with flashlight. <laughs> yeah, and it appears that they're trying to drive Francine insane in some way. So at Cuddles' debutante ball. Uh, we also get that reaction from that one woman, that one side actress that's so surprised that they announced oh, that Cuddles oh, is yeah. at this well, like, party. Everyone starts clapping, but yeah. like this, this one, one woman's like, like oh, where am oh, I? Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah, we're doing I? this now. Yeah. And um, Cuddles comes out and Heinz proposes to her. How sweet. Oh. Yeah, she found love. I'm telling you, I mean, uh, Edith Massey to. comes out on top in these movies. Yeah. Oh, Heinz, of course she'll marry you. I think in most I, of them she dies. But <laughs> I have but a note still... here saying Heinz and Cuddles, they're just so pure. <laughs> they're so pure and innocent. They have a, they have a pure love yeah. and relationship. Yeah, he just wants to do what's best for her, and she just loves him. Yeah. Uh, so she accepts, and back at the fishball house, Elmer and Sandra enter uh, that night with a plan to kill Francine. Todd creeps downstairs, downstairs a plan of his own. The ruse is revealed when Francine wakes up and smells something. Smell number nine. Ooh. Which was, did we guess? Yes. Mark had said this was flowers. It smelled like flowers. It, I'm not, not sure why. But, but listen. I wouldn't agree. Listen, the, the smell next to it might have threw me off. Could be. The could new car smell? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. So, uh, Mark had said this was flowers. I said this was sweat. And Matt, once again, was closer because of his dirty shoes instead. Because she's like, here, Francine. This will help your nose. Just kidding. Ah! I was carrying these the whole time for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, Lulu and Dexter attack. Sandra. <laughs> they Well, first Dexter shoots Elmer. And then uh, Lulu strangles Sandra with her macrame. And I didn't want to use macrame to kill. No, I thought Sandra shoots. Uh, oh, by accident, right? Yeah, because yeah. Uh, he's walking up the stairs. Yeah, well, Dexter uses his superpower of stomping on women's feet. Oh, yeah, feet. that's right. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is when uh, Lulu strangles Sandra with her macrame, which. I, I, I didn't I, want to use macrame to kill. <laughs> I, I like how the, sh- the script uh, really comes into play here. Yes. Um, so Todd and LaRue eventually discover the kids, and Todd wants to sell the kids into sex slavery. Uh, Francine is having a mental breakdown, and initially you're like, okay, this is going to ruin Francine's fucking life. Like, she's going to have a mental breakdown, be in an insane asylum, and we're going to get our John Waters end because the other pair are uh, Todd and LaRue will be free, white, rich, and happy. As everyone should be oh my god right, it love- still holds up <laughs> i'll try <laughs> yeah. uh francine turns out uh she she freaks out and she runs outside 
and we have Cuddles and Heinz making out at the wheel. Yeah. Heinz, look out! You're good. Why were they driving by this appropriate house? Well, at this she moment? she can't stay away from this house. Yeah, it's her best friend. She yeah. probably lives right around the corner. <laughs> it just takes that. But she runs over to tomorrow and then backs into La Rue and kills Perfect. both of them in one clean sweep. Oh, I Beautiful. Like, he, it's it's not even like a, like he flies on the windshield, but there's blood covering oh, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> and flashlight runs out of the car. I'll see you crackers later. I'll see you. Chickens, chickens, chickens later. later. Oh yeah, you got yeah. those chickens. Ooh. And these kids run out and they greet their mom and and cuddles and Heinz are there and they all hug and they're like, my God, what happened? And she's like, no, it'll be fine. And then someone breaks out the air freshener and we get smell number ten, which is air freshener as well. Did we yeah. have any other thoughts? You just said well, florals, right? Yeah, yeah. Mark and yeah, I it's something like that. Yeah, to flowers. end the movie on a positive note, yeah. Francine has her life back together on a positive note and a positive smell. I know, and it ends. And just the end. The end. That's I just, it. I, I think it's the very, perfect movie. I think it's hilarious how it just ends like that. Oh yeah, oh, it's a great film. Yeah. That our final thoughts and our pizza rating. Hopefully, it doesn't smell like <laughs> the smell of pizza from that scratch and sniff. Oh card. yeah, that's but, true. Uh, I'll I lo- go last. I love this movie. I'm glad I, you did. I, I, I really did. I like a lot more than uh, Female Trouble, to be honest. You be- got problems because I, I I like the the absurdity of it, mm-hmm. the uh, the parody of like the uh, uh, the American lifestyle, like the like the white picket fence, or or like the 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 idea of like turning this all around, or it's like I want to turn my life all around, and like my like my kids will just like be considered normal and uh and uh, we're all gonna be fine we're, everyone's gonna be fine you know uh the kids are all right mm-hmm. and uh i i like how uh smell vision is kind of odorama odorama <laughs> we're is, gonna get sued is uh is gonna it takes place here uh and uh it, you know where it's like it's almost not needed but at the same time it just adds to it mm. in, in a very unique way that that i really like and it's uh yeah, yeah, I, I, it's 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 tame, tame or tamer. I don't know. I like the the out of the boxness. I like it not being oh, tame. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I I really do appreciate it. Uh, I I think I want to give it like a a six point five out of eight. You said it was a ten before earlier in the movie. I well, that 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 the, he was still high. Yeah. Off, the uh, scene, off the, the, the the moss scene, uh, like the bus scene, like <laughs> really did it for movie, me. Yeah, that would have won. Okay, uh, if the that. whole movie shifted to that focus like on her character, moment, if it was like, what's going on, if here? it was like that the entire movie, then <laughs> yeah, it would right. be a perfect ten. Okay. But uh, oh, this, yeah, I think it's appropriate to give it that kind of score. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I really, I, I come did, on, Matt. It I had the gimmick. This. It had everything. I you dug need. this quite a bit. I, yeah. I like the gimmick. Uh, I wish Criterion supplied more than one uh, smell card. They're not Just, made of money. <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, <laughs> this I, I would have to agree with a lot of what the reviewer said. The one that you uh, mentioned at the beginning about mm. how this is like. John Waters finding that really solid <laughs> it can balance. Be shown in the daytime. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just. A really... I wouldn't even rate it R. There's just one butt, and then it's like, but by today's I mean, standards, he's there is a... abortion and a I, lot I, going I, on. The, the well, op- there was no PG-13 back then either. Yeah, I mean, the opening is very like like him that commenting on his own like criticism or like everyone's criticism mm-hmm. of his own work too yeah. by saying you know like down with porno and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah. oh yeah, I just yeah I dug this quite a lot. Um, I love the absurdity, um, and even the plot has you know it. Even though 
it is a John Waters film and it does get quite absurd at times. There's still some heart to it. There's still uh, a plot with characters that you, you root for and you, you root against. Mm. And it has a feel good, you know, kind of happy, if abrupt, if perfectly abrupt ending. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a, a 6.7. Mm. Wow. Pizza slices. Yeah. Pizza uh, slice scents odors wow. out of eight I don't give it that that's a bad scent no, that's true that scent. <laughs> um i'm gonna give this a seven out of eight this isn't my favorite i actually do like female trouble a lot just because it's more out there it's definitely pushes more buttons and i like when a film does that especially when we watch difficult living or difficult people or not difficult people but it's different different living i think different strokes no but <laughs> that one that one goes there and I I do like that John Waters is here to push the buttons for the American populace Um, this one definitely is more tame and I'm glad that you appreciated the humor a lot more I like the gimmick (laughs) I like the melodrama of it all but it's not it's not my favorite it's up there I love all John Waters films equally and differently but this one it's good it's good I'll give it a 7 out of 8 solid 7 out of 8 cool and I appreciate that John Waters has you know some accessible films because it gets people interested (laughs) and they're like and then we trick them with the other ones exactly what's something that just like caught me off guard was like before the movie actually started was like just seeing the Warner Brothers logo oh yeah I think that's just something that really (laughs) well if we do like Serial Mom and stuff it's the same way and I love Serial Mom too Mm mhm yeah Hmm. All right. Well, with that, before we sign off and uh, get to... I mean, we're going to sign off first before we get to our next hint. Are we doing comedies next? I would, Is it Madcap Marchness? Ma- Ma- Madcap Marchness? <laughs> Mad- I don't know Aprilness. if it's going to last through March, but... Madcap Marchness? Springness? Yeah. We're, we're going to end up doing two episodes a week now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, we I don't know how. I see company next week, so when it could happen next week. Well, and coronavirus is going to take us all two weeks from I now. Know, Bobby. So. Bobby, Bobby, baby, Bobby, Bobby boo-boo, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby uh, Robert, darling. I got the coronavirus. <laughs> Angel love. <laughs> um, Being dead. <laughs> uh, you can find me, John the Gorkowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drinking Read JK on Twitter, or follow my other podcast, Anime Was Not a Mistake, currently in our Puella Magi Madoka Magica Marathon. I was drunk during that first episode. It's okay. I do know their names. I'm coming back at you tomorrow. With an, or not tomorrow, eventually, <laughs> with the second part, which I won't be as drunk for, it's but a, still drunk. It's a banger of an OP, I will say that. Oh, yes. I like it. It's on my iPhone. What's happening? <laughs> if you'd listen to the episode, you, you might know. You might understand. Ooh. You'd understand, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm a listener. Are yeah. you? I might check that out. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> notice that I'm drunk for the first 10 minutes of our review. Uh, in the second half, and then I get back on my... I'm like, woo, the wheels are coming on the wagon now. Here we go. But you can find me there. Please do. Uh, you can follow me over at Junior over on Instagram or at Man Who Wears Hats over on Twitter. You can find me over at the shopping mall because I went to Peck and Peck and they didn't have anything that fit me. So after your meeting, after your club, we'll go to the shopping mall. You gotta watch out for the Baltimore Foot Stomper, though. They hang out around there. <laughs> oh, I, I pray he come get me. I got a prosthetic. Uh, I'll right. fool him as long as he gets the right one. He's got a 50% chance. <laughs> well, all right. We know the next film. Whose turn is it? Mine. We know the next one has Bill Murray in it in some form. Mm. Yes. Always. <laughs> hmm. Mm. Any other hints? I'll leave you off with a quote. I like to wear women's clothes. Panties, brassiers, sweaters, pumps, 
it's just something I do. You bunch of movie-loving booze hounds, it's last call. You heard me, last call. What do you mean? Who do you think you are? It's me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, your resident nightcaps at the theater co-host, bartender, movie podcast curator, and pretentious cinema snob. Nightcaps at the theater, yeah, that's right. Oh, you heard of it. Well then, friend, let me top you off. It's thanks to people like you that this little show of ours can make it into the final real week to week. How else could Mark fund his Funko Pop addiction or Mac create a new internet handle every episode to avoid the FBI? We can't thank you lovelies enough, but why not keep the party going? Do you want to have a conversation on campy cult classics, question foreign flicks, or massacre movie monstrosities? Then look no further. Reach out to us on social media. You can follow our humble little podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Nightcap Cinema. And if you aren't listening to us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, whatever, and rating, reviewing, and for goodness sake, subscribing, well then, we might have to tell Aunt Ida to put some cha-cha heels on to kick your ass. I think I talked your ear off enough, though. But put that wallet away. This last nightcap is on us. <laughs>